Amen. Why don't we just leave our hands one more time. Let's acknowledge that God is in our midst. Father, we thank you. Lord, we feel your sweet presence here. God, we are so grateful. You have been a great God. And Father, today, God, as we enter in today's service, I ask, God, that you will touch everyone that has come. Lord, we come to worship you. We come to acknowledge that you are our God. There is none like you. So, Father, that you will receive our praise and our worship today. Father, in Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor on the left and the right and tell them it's really good to see you this morning. You know, the scripture says that I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. You know, today we're going to do a couple of things and I think it's very related. You know, uh, uh, someone asked me, Pastor, you're going to do uh, Pentecostal uh, the day of Pentecost celebration. You're going to do baby dedication and you're going to do uh, this dedication, this place dedication. How is it possible? Well, I'm going to try to preach three sermons today. Amen. I hope, I, hope, I hope that I'll be finished by then, okay? So, you know, and I want to show you how it relates to the overall flow today in the service, okay? Amen. If you have your Bible, let's turn to Acts chapter 2, verse 1 and 4. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 and 4. Amen. Today we celebrate the day of Pentecost. Amen. Acts chapter 2, 1 to 4, it goes like this. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, just like here in this place. <laughs> and suddenly, everybody say suddenly. There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all, Everybody say, all Filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Okay? Let's turn to Joshua chapter 5, verse 2 to 8. Joshua chapter 5, verse 2 to 8. If you are there, say, Amen. Aren't you glad for technology? You can just read it from the screen. But don't you forget to bring your Bibles or your digital Bibles. Joshua chapter 5, verse 2 to 8, it says, At the time the Lord said unto Joshua, Make thee sharp knives, and circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. And Joshua made him sharp knives, and circumcised the children of Israel at the hill of the foreskin. And this... And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise all the people that came out of Egypt that were male, even all the men of war died in the wilderness by the way after they came out of Egypt. Now, the people that came out were circumcised, but all the people that were born in the wilderness by the way as they came forth out of Egypt, they had not circumcised. You know, it's been two years. I don't know whether you call it two years of wilderness Amen. But we realize that, you know, after two years, it's no longer a baby dedication. Some of the babies have all grown up and we haven't had the opportunity to dedicate our children. And it is a very, very important 
charge. I won't say it's a ceremony. Because if you think it's a ceremony, you only think today. And you leave the responsibility to God alone and you do nothing. Today, I'm going to say that dedication is costly. Amen. I don't know about you parents, but the greatest challenge for me as a parent, is, uh, as, a, as a minister, is to parent my kids. But not only parent kids, parent godly kids, a whole new level. That at the end of the day, I don't want just to have children. I want them to be godly. I want my offspring to serve the Lord. Amen. The, we want to make disciples, not just give them a good education so that they can find a good job. What the world needs is more light and salt. Everybody say amen. Shall we just leave our hands one more time? Father, speak to us as we open the word. And Lord, I'm asking you, Jesus, to speak so clearly. Give us direction. Give us understanding. And most importantly, anoint us. Lord, as the people of God and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You know, again, today we celebrate Pentecost. You know, Pentecost is 50 days after, uh, you know, the Passover. Amen. And I think that we need to celebrate Pentecost because, you know, if you don't celebrate Pentecost, we will forget the meaning of Pentecost. Pentecost is a time where God, you know, uh, uh, pour out His Spirit the first time upon all men. Amen. Aren't you glad for Pentecost? Come on, aren't you glad for Pentecost? How many of you are glad that you are filled with the Spirit of the Almighty God? Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Again, uh, on the day of Pentecost, it is the first time in biblical history when people first received the Holy Spirit. And today, on Pentecost Sunday, Christians celebrate this biblical event as well as continuing the experience in people's lives. Amen. This was all after the death, burial, resurrection. It's a glorious event. Glorious event. And again, you know, uh, we want to remember this special moment. How many of you remember when God really first filled you with the Holy Spirit? Amen. What a glorious experience. I, I still remember uh, at that time we had service at St. Paul Road. Amen. <laughs> You know, and, and Sister Jenny was talking to me about teaching me about the Holy Spirit. And I say, I want it. And I went uh, five o'clock after service, went to that service and already I'm all set to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Went down to the altar, gave my life to God. Amen. As I often did, but this time round, God filled me with the Spirit. Amen. And, 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 and you know, it, it, it. It's the inauguration of the church. It is the beginning journey of the church. And I feel that today, you know, I don't think it's coincidence that we are doing this service. 5th June 2022, this is our first service. And we are beginning a journey. Everybody say praise the Lord. For the next good six months, we'll be here. This is our hope. Aren't you glad that our children are having Sunday school over there? No more Zoom. Amen. I think our children need a community. I think we need to come together and praise God together. Can't you feel the presence of God here when we come together? No longer I need to look at the screen. No longer we need to look at the screen of the worship. Now we have live music. Everybody say praise the Lord. Did the worship team do a great job today? Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. 
And I just feel that, 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 that before we move further on to, to the next few six months, I, I, I want to speak and, and I want to dedicate our children because I think it's very fitting. We are, we are moving in the new direction and, and, and I want to talk to you about what dedication service is really all about. First of all, when you think about dedication service, you're not a dedicating a song to an individual. And then you just wash your hands. Today we're going to understand what true dedication service is going to look like, parents. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you the greater challenge is to be a parent and more so in the time that you live in. These are perilous times. Amen. And, and we got to get ready. You know, again, dedication service, what do we think when we think of the word dedication service? Are we thinking of a building that someone opens with a ribbon cutting? You know, what does dedication to a Christian look like? Or what does God expect? I, th I think the word definition here uh, of dedic uh, dedication is to, to set apart for a special purpose. To commit oneself to a course of action. Amen. Today, it's not just a ceremony, it is not just a ritual. Amen. Again, let me say this again. Dedication is always costly. Turn to your neighbor on the left and the right say, dedication is always costly. You know, again, a ceremony without sacrifice and service is simply sacrilegious. Amen. Okay? So what am I asking today? Have, have you really ever today recognized your children as precious gift from the Lord and they belong ultimately and always to God first and not to you? You release your ownership of your children to Him, understanding that God is responsible for the way in which they were designed and already knows the plan and the purpose for their future. And realize that God has left it up to you to show them His way Amen. So let me ask you, when was the last time you dedicate anything to the Lord? You know, that you bring them to the altar and say, God, I'm reminded that thank you for this child that you've given me and I realize that they are just something that you have loaned me and I have a responsibility to show them your ways. Amen. Well, in the Bible, there are classic examples like Hannah, bringing her son and presenting him to the Lord, handling young Samuel over to Eli the priest. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. Amen. And then we also see Joseph and Mary brought the infant child to Jesus to the temple following his circumcision at the eighth day. We find that in Luke chapter 2, verse 22. So I'm going to talk to you about four elements of dedicating your child back to God. Four elements. Okay, for all you parents, if you forget, I'll send you the notes. Okay, cool. I want you to pay attention and I'm going to flow with this because I think this, this is something that the Lord has... First of all, what does dedication mean? It means four things. Number one, dedicating your child to God is a confirmation of your love for God. Amen. The first thing you are saying when you dedicate that child back to the Lord is simply this, that you love God even more than you love the child. Before there was a child, there is a God. Amen. Amen. Can I share something with you? I, I hope that, you know, you don't misunderstand me. Children are beautiful things. Amen. But they make lousy gods. 
Hello, hello, hello. I mean, children, you know, when they were young, they give you headache. As they grow older, they give you heartache. <laughs> I mean, if you try to idolize them, humans make bad gods. Let me say that again. Humans was not designed to be a god. There can only be one god. And, and if you are not careful, you see that cute thing, <laughs> and, 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 and you, 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 you do not know that, you know, they show you that smile, they show you that cuteness, and, and pretty soon they control you. <laughs> Instead of you calling the shots, they are calling the shots. And we got to be careful that we, we place our worth and our identity in a child. Because when they hit 12 years old, trust me, there's a transition that takes place. Who is this child? What happened to this child? What happened to that cute, cute little boy? Now he's going after me. I don't understand. Something happened. So you got to be very careful. Amen. This is what I tell my children. I love my child so much that I want the very best for them. If that means giving you to God, which means disciplining you, giving you limitations, changing my life for your benefit, I'll do whatever it takes. That's where you acknowledge that He is God and none of us is God. Everybody say, Amen. Come on, are you with me here today? Amen. Okay, again, Abraham was a perfect example. He was willing to sacrifice Isaac. Amen. He demonstrated that his love and fear for God was supreme in his life above all else. I think this is so important. What they need to see is I'm a lover of God first. Amen. That, that and ultimately, you know, I will change the schedule to put God first in my life. I will not change the schedule to put you first in my life. I will put God first in my life. Which means that, that if I have to get up in the morning to pray, if I have to, I will get up and put him first. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Okay, again, let me share with you. I think some of you will understand what I'm saying. If we are not careful, the children can lead us. God requires you to be a strong leader. Amen. There's a scripture that is it's kind of hard. You know, Matthew chapter 10, verse 37 to 38. Wow. Anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And anyone who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Sounds very hard, but the truth of the matter is, we will design to worship God first. Amen. Okay? Everybody say praise the Lord. <laughs> it's getting quiet in the house of the Lord. Why won't we just leave our hands? Let's, 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 let's give ourselves to God right now. Remind ourselves. Father, Father, right now, God, I, as we come into this service, God, we thank you, God, for all the many blessings. But at the same time, God, I acknowledge, God, that you are my God. There can only be one God. And God, I want to focus in today. I want to remind myself to dedicate myself to you, God, to have a relationship with you. So what it means, God, to be a child of God, so that my child can see what I practice and know you as their heavenly father. So 
Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, number two. Everybody say number two. Dedicating your children to God is a clarification of ownership. Amen. When we dedicate your child back to God, you are openly declaring that the child is a gift from God. That this child does not really belong to you. This child belongs to God and you have the privilege to love and train this child. Amen. But this child is not yours. They belong to God. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Psalms 127 verse 3. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is His reward. Amen. So, I have to ask myself many times, I, I have to be very careful when I deal with God's property. <laughs> this child is not my child. It's given to me. Amen. And, and, and again, God did not authorize the government to raise your children. And God did not authorize your mates to raise your children. God authorized mommies and daddies to raise kids. Everybody say, Amen. Okay? So we got to be very careful that, 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 you know, you, some of you, I know that you are living with your parents or you are living with help that is given to you. And I remember the greatest gift that my mom and dad says to me, uh, why aren't you back home? It's time for you to take over your children. Don't you forget you are father and you are a mother. Everybody say praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So you know what? I I'm going to say this <laughs> real straightforward. <laughs> uh, I'm only a grandparent. Amen. You know, in the future when my daughter and my sons would marry out, and <laughs> I have to remind them, Brother David, uh, it is not for me to make sure <laughs> that they do their homework. You are the one that, that's supposed to discipline. My job is to Spoil that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 I want to enjoy them because I've done my role as a parent. Amen. Amen. And, and, and again, I, I tell grandparents all the time, don't feel guilty by saying that, hey, <laughs> time to take over. <laughs> I know strength already. Amen. I still remember my mom said this. Hey, hey, hey. You know, when you have children, huh, I know strength already, so you carry on. <laughs> you know, again, it is important that, that we become parents. Amen. Okay? Everybody say praise God. Amen. Again, you know, when God designed it such a way that, that with Adam, you know, God designed and created mankind that Adam and Eve have a walk with God and every day they walk with God, they, they see the glory of God and they are changed. Amen. To become like Him. Christ-like. And, and every day when you raise your children, when you parent your children, they, when they see you, they have to see the love of Jesus Christ. Unconditional love. Amen. Okay? Not only we need confirmation and we need clarification, <laughs> dedicating your children to God is a commitment to raise your children God's way. Everybody say, praise the Lord. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4 says this, we are to bring our children up 
in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. To dedicate your child to God is not just a ceremony, it is a commitment. It is a commitment that you are going to be a godly parent, and not only a godly parent, but we also want to be a present parent. I say a present parent that you are there, that you are teaching this child the way they need to go, and most importantly, you got to teach the gospel to them. Amen. And to keep the child in a community where it's a godly environment where they can grow their gifts and grow who God intend them to be like, to love the child, which includes discipline. Praise God. You know what I like about this building? I can see who's sleeping. <laughs> Amen. The last time I cannot see. Wow, now I can see. Wow, who's sleeping? Wow, very big. <laughs> I like this place. Amen. <laughs> everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. Now everybody open their eyes already. <laughs> okay. Amen. And then again, make your home a holy place. Put away worldliness. Live a righteous life. Amen. You know, some people, they have this idea that, you know, when I dedicate my child, it's like a magical potion. Hocus, pocus. And then the child will be godly. It takes commitment. It takes commitment tomorrow. I know that some of you have to, uh, it's school holiday, but I don't know whether it's a good time. Maybe school holiday is more work for some of you. Parents, you know, oh man, they are home, I don't have a break. You know, they are calling mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, you know, non-stop, you know. Uh, 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 you know. But it's work. Amen. You know, it, I say this, I, I have four children. Okay, four children. One child is different than the second child. After you have the third, the second one, the third one, and the fourth one, you realize when one child is gone, wow, I can feel the burden not so strong. <laughs> you know, but yet you're always a parent. I thought that I can graduate, but once you are a parent, you are always a parent. You are always concerning where are they going. You're checking on their Instagram. What are they doing? You know, when do they come back? Amen. Because let me say this, parenting is a commitment. Amen. It's not just a bundle of joy that is cute. You know, I still remember when, when I had Jesse and, and, and all the girls and, and all the young kids would come in and say, I want to carry, I want to carry, I want to carry, very cute, very cute. Then, oh, two hours, two hours, you're not a parent. You don't change your diapers. You don't get up in the middle of the night. You don't, you don't have to deal with all the vomiting that goes on in the home when they are sick. You don't have to deal with diarrhea. <laughs> you know, and they can come out anytime they want. You know, wow, parenting is work. Amen. And, 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 and when they grow older, thank God that it's a different kind of work. <laughs> and they go to school. And they have to take, I don't know whether they have to take, but they have to take PSLE. They have to take their O-levels and A-levels. My goodness, nowadays when they go exam, you also go exam. Amen. It's a lot of commitment. Financial commitment. Strength. Amen. 
You know, here's, here's what I want you to do. You know, the kind of commitment in parents uh, today, we, w- what does it look like? I'm, I'm going to give you three Ps so that you, 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 you remember. Number one, most important, you pray. Pray for your children. Don't stop praying. Pray. Amen. And then you pray for workers. You know, again, the Bible says the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Pray for, to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask him to send out more workers for his fields. I thank God for the children's ministry. Amen. Bong, thank you. Amen. You know, the reason why we can sit in service and have listen is because someone is taking care of our children. But wouldn't it be cool, great, that some of us volunteers say, you know what, I don't want the children's department to be overloaded. You know, bong, you need teachers, right? Amen. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and some of us will say that, hey, I, I volunteer. Amen. Because this is team effort. This is body, life, ministry. Amen. And then only that we need the next P. We need to practice godly example. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Don't just talk. Live the lifestyle. Let your children see things that are crucial to you, whether it's, it's, it's praying, reading the Word of God, studying the Word of God, show them how to study the Word of God. Practice the lifestyle of a believer. And number three, you need to provide. Provide financially for the ministry of your children. Provide a bunch of variety ministries, amen, for your children. That means you go search, you know, uh, I've been searching for curriculums, amen, for, for Sunday schools, you know, always looking for what's new out there so that I can make Sunday school, the education exciting. Hello? <laughs> amen. You got to understand one thing, no? your children are living in a time where they are uh, uh, multimedia and, 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 and you got to really get excited. When you want to teach them, you got to climb up the table and be animated. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, they have all kinds of, of video out there. You know, I'm, I'm just getting acquainted with some of them. What shaka do da do da do? Don't know what the song is. And then some of us have to do those things. But, but, but can we have not a Christian kind of songs that we sing to them? That they remember. I still remember, you know, singing that song. is still ingrained in me. Donut man. Life without Jesus is like a donut. It's like a donut. It's like a donut. Life without Jesus is like a donut. That's the hope in the middle of your heart. You know, I have to sing. I have to get involved with my children. I get veggie tales. I get all kinds. Donut man. I, whatever variety kind of ministry to create that God, God loves you. That this is exciting that you pray with them. Amen, that you, you wrestle with them. You talk about the promises of God. You talk, and then most importantly, I still remember the first time when my daughter experienced the presence of the Lord. She says this, Daddy, I don't know what I'm feeling, but, but I'm scared. I'm scared. And I, I realized, what, what are you scared? But the Lord revealed that it was the presence of the Lord. And pretty soon, God filled her with the Holy Spirit that she can have her own experience with God. Amen. We are not their actual father. We must introduce them to the heavenly father. 
Everybody say praise the Lord. That's why I'm excited that we are back on track, that not this June, but the next June, we're going to have children camp. Amen. That the children can have an own encounter with God. Amen. So that they can remember memorial stones that, you know, whatever I felt, I cannot deny it. I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I felt God. You know, I mean, those kind of conversations really excite me. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Then we also got to provide an atmosphere of unconditional love. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, we, we have to love them, whether they do good, they bad. We still got to love them. And trust me, trust me. Sometimes it's harder to love those that you invested more in. And when they turn their back against you, it's more painful. But when that happens, you have to decide, are you going to choose resentment or love? Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Okay. And the fourth point, dedicating your children to God is a claiming of God's plan and promises for that child's life. Amen. Isaac inherited God's blessing and protection and promises because his dad, Abraham, dedicated him back to God. Let's read Genesis chapter 22, verse 15 and 18. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessings, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. In your seed, all nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Let me tell you, the greatest benefit for living for God is your generations is going to be blessed. Amen. I've been talking to some parents, you know, and they say that, you know, sometimes coming to church, like, I better don't come because I spend outside most of the time coming my children. But you know what? That sacrifice. You're showing to the children, no matter what happens, you may be making a lot of noise. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go to the house of the Lord. This is dedication. And, and those little things that you do, you know, serving the Lord, serving in ministries and all those things, guess who's going to be blessed? Your generations. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. I say again, you know, you know, uh, uh, parenthood is not easy. It requires a total dedication of us praying. It's also practicing our Christian life. You know, oh, I'd rather stay at home and not go to small group. I'd rather stay at home and not... <laughs> The reason why I got to go to small group, the reason why I've got to go service, the reason why I got to give is because of the next generation that's going to be blessed because of my sacrifice. Everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. Again, we've been there before. There are times where my wife will stay outside and say, what are we doing this for? We are doing it because it's the right thing to do. Amen. And when you do those things, God sees from heaven and He will bless your generations. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 tells us, Train up a child in a way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. 
So this is what it means when I dedicate my child back to God. It is a confirmation of my supreme love for Christ. Secondly, it is my clarification of ownership, which is, God, you are in charge. You own this child. And number three, it's a commitment to raise that child under the lordship of Jesus Christ. And number four, it is claiming God's best plan and promises for that child's life. And we see all this demonstrated in the life of Abraham. Abraham was confirming his love and the fear of Jehovah. Abraham was clarifying that Isaac really belonged to the Lord. Abraham was committing to be a godly parent. And Abraham was claiming God's plan and promises for Isaac. Amen. But today is not only just dedicating children. Today, we are also going to be dedicating ourselves. Amen. This is a new environment. Everybody say, praise the Lord. It's so cute when I see you all finding your bearings. Where should I, where, where, which seat should I sit? Now you're looking. I, I know the first time when you come here, everybody's choked seat already. Oh, okay. I think that I want to choke this one. And the next week, hey, why you sit here? Please don't lose the Holy Ghost. Uh, because someone is sitting in your seat. You know, and, and, and I, 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 this is new, okay? Because now there's no middle aisle. So you want to go toilet? You're going to disturb someone on the left and the right, and then you're going to come out, oh, bro, sorry, 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 sorry. So, so if you have issues with your bladder, <laughs> you may want to sit on the side. <laughs> okay, I'm just giving you some hint, okay? You know, or you want to go to the toilet first and make sure that, you know, don't wait until the altar call. You know, I always remember, oh, stand for the... Stand, stand not means leave, leh. You know, some, some people will stand, oh, it's, it's my cue to go toilet. <laughs> you can do it before that, amen. So that, you know what, the most important thing in the service is when the people of God respond to the word. When we shout a big amen, okay. I don't mind that, 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 that you, you choke seed, amen, okay. But, but please be mindful that, you know, sometimes the ushering department, okay, Brother Kelvin, uh, uh, will ask you to move, uh, can you move slightly further in? So that someone in the middle of the service, you know, can sit in and cooperate with them. Okay, today we want to talk about, you know, the dedication of today's service and everything that we're going to be talking about is more than just a physical building. Let me say this again, dedication is costly. You know, I saw it firsthand. I was here at 8.15. And when I was here, I saw Brother Shenka outside, coming early in the morning. Okay, you didn't have to do it, right? But he did because of dedication. Then I saw Brother David <laughs> getting his, you know, his guitar. Oh, man, that must be a lot of work for you, man, getting your guitar, walking in, quickly running. That's dedication. I say again, dedication. And then I saw the rest of the people. I don't want to mention a lot of people. Uh, uh, then I saw uh, 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 Roy. Roy was one of the first ones. Wow, thank you, Roy. Where are you, Roy? <laughs> he was standing on there, you know, ready, all ready to work. But it's 8.30, the gate's still closed. You know, everybody was starting coming. I don't know whether they get their coffee or not. I don't know. Some of them are still half asleep. I don't know. But, but let me say this. Without dedication, we will not have this today. Amen. And then, you know, when we come here, you know, like Solomon's temple, we felt the presence of God, and that felt spectacular. 
It's worth it when I come into the presence of God because I felt God. But it cannot happen when people do not dedicate their lives. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. And, and then when we're talking about dedication, you know, we're also talking about this place becoming sacred ground. And, and, and don't mind me as your pastor when I see that children are talking in the house of the Lord, I will address you. This is the house of the Lord. If you can make your children sit in school, surely you can make your children sit in this place and say, for just the next two hours, respect the house of the Lord. And, and what do you mean by respecting the house of the Lord? Well, for me, okay, I'm not saying for you, it means maybe coming prepared, not have that entitlement attitude. Amen. Because you know what? The truth of the matter is this. We all, the Bible says in Peter, lively stones that made up the temple of God. That means you and I have a part to play here in order for us to feel the presence of God. It's not just coming in a casual attitude that, 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 that it means Romans chapter 12 verse 1 all the way to verse 2. On a daily basis, this is what we, the people of God, needs to do. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. Is it up there? Okay, it says this, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your, what? Reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. You know what it says here again, when we come before the Lord, come presenting yourself as a willing Sacrifice as a living sacrifice. It means that it will require sacrifice. Some of you like to sleep on Sunday, but because you need to go to church, you got to get up and, 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 and don't go out so late on a Saturday. Or don't watch Netflix or whatever on a Saturday. Try to sleep at 10. Hello? Amen. Then, then, then you know what? You don't call and say, Pastor, Pastor, I'm, 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 I'm dealing with a demon. I cannot get up. No, you, you didn't deal with a demon. You deal with your ill discipline. Amen. You know, I, I, I wish that I would get some of you come and preach here every Sunday. Try preaching to a sleeping crowd. It's very discouraging. Hello? Amen. Amen. I mean, come on. I, I, I want to come to God. Okay, you know what? I'm ready to go. Amen. I'm ready to go. I mean, I, I want to present myself a living sacrifice. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Come on, wave your hand at me. Say, praise the Lord. And, and not only is a living sacrifice, it's holy. Amen. That, that in the course of the week, I must practice. Remember what I say? Mental hygiene. We, 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 we practice, you know, hand sanitizing, sanitizing our mind all the time. Uh, hand, everywhere you go, just press, press, press. You know, press, press, press. Go to the leaf, press, press, press. I, I think pretty soon, nothing to press already. You know, everywhere. But, but, but again, have we sanitized our mind so that I'm focused? Amen. Coming into the presence of the Lord that I can present myself. 
a living sacrifice. You know, strange. I'm going to tell you something strange here. Every Sunday, I hear two kinds of response, maybe three kinds of response, four kinds of response. And every Sunday, the person will come to me, wow, I feel God. I don't know what pastor you preach about, but I just feel God. You know, but he he just sent them. Then there's a group of people that come, feel nothing. And I have to stop and ask them the question. First of all, did you cleanse your mind this week? I mean, you don't just go to a gym once a week and they pretend that next day you're going to have six packs. <laughs> look at me. I go gym. Some of us look in the mirror and see. It's a lifestyle that I'm talking about, that, that I want to feel the friend. I want to feel God speaking to me, but, but I've got to make my ground ready. Amen. That I've got to get all those resentment out of me on a daily basis. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Don't lose that connection. Some of us have lost that connection with God, but we're still looking for Wi-Fi around here, you know? <laughs> yeah. oh, but, but, but again, you've you, you got to make sure that you are connected. How do you do that? Every one of us do our connection real differently. Some of us just need to adjust where the router is at more. Amen. <laughs> you know, if you, if, if you are distance, go back to the place where you get a strong connection, where that's your community of believers. That's where people that are reading the Word. Sometimes I get my connection by reminding me, by reading the Word of God, by worshipping on my own accord. So when I come here, I'm ready to go. Everybody say praise the Lord. They say the hardest part, is to start the engine. Hello? It takes a lot of amount of gas and power to start the engine, but once you get it going, it keeps on going. And likewise, I feel that as a people of God, I'm not just dedicating this physical building. It's so easy to dedicate a building. But today, it's a call, it's a, it's a charge for all of us here that we must present ourselves living sacrifice. Like, like what I say, I, I thank God for you to come. Everybody say praise the Lord. But if we will take it another notch higher when we are consecrated. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, fast for this service. Pray for this service. Don't just pray for yourself. Pray for someone to get a breakthrough. Pray that God will save somebody. Pray that God will heal somebody. Pray that God will move into someone's life. Amen. Everybody say praise God because it is more than just showing up. I, I, I mentioned this a lot of times. You know, there's no reason why you shouldn't be going to prayer meeting because now it's online. Hello? You know, let me tell you when you need maturity, when your prayer is all about you and not about kingdom matters. Hello? Amen. I don't want to see you raise your hands, you know, who, who watched prayer meeting one? And then, you know what, Brother David, they will come and tell me, you know what, Pastor, I don't know how to pray. The greatest thing that you need to learn how to is to pray and grab a hold of God. Because when you don't know how to pray, fear robs you. The spirit of fear, the spirit of all those voices will come over you and you don't know how to pray. 
it is time that the church learns how to humble themselves, pray and seek His face. This is what is talking about in Solomon. It is a place where we meet God. It is a place where we pray for nations. I say again, Jesus Christ is coming back. Have you not read the news lately? It will not be long. And then the time will come. Let me say this again. Don't operate in crisis mode. I'd rather you take the proactive approach than the reactive approach or the radioactive approach. Amen. Because when you take the radioactive approach, someone will be hurt. But for me, amen, I would like to do this because the Bible says it is our reasonable service. Everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. Again, you know, we, when we talk about this dedication service, we're going to be talking about not just the parents, but it's a call for every believer that we have the responsibility to create a safe place for our children to grow up in. Everybody say amen. This is not just your responsibility, but it is our responsibility. We are the body of Christ. Everybody say amen to that. You know, we have a direction and, you know, when you read the Bible alone, you are not the church. And the Bible says the gates of hell should not prevail against the church. Amen. And when we talk about giving yourself, it's not just lip service, but it's a lifestyle change. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, are you with me here today? Amen. Again, service has got to be holy. Service has got to be accepted, which means acceptable, which means well-pleasing to God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Because at the end of the day, hear me now. I don't want to be saying... It of me, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power, avoid such men as this. You see, we can put a good show every Sunday. But there's no power. I say again, there's no power. Dedication is not merely a service for every Sunday, but it's a dedication of our life to make this a lifestyle. Amen. Our success in this life is dependent, listen very carefully now, our success in this life is dependent on our dedication and devotion to our Lord Jesus Christ. 